you should spend a lot of time doing Brian Beckner rambling. For a minute, it's my first impression, Rose. Brian Beckner, Jay Stewart, breaking down all the shows. It's the battle on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. She has a fucking wound. <laughs> Right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We make it a connection. Welcome back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I am the host. Thank you very much for joining us. Fucking balls deep in this in this season of the Bachelor, I gotta be honest. This is there's been some bad seasons recently, and I don't know what it is about this one, but I'm way into it. And I'm not the only one that's way into it. My man Jason Stewart is also balls deep in The Bachelor. He joins us now. Jason, what's up? Jason? Hello, everybody. What's What was that? What's that long pause? Hey, are you going to clean that up in post? No, it's, it's very difficult to clean up. It's Why very, would it be difficult well, to cut out six seconds of dead air? It's tedious is all. Oh my god! Wait, I thought you were a pro, professional. No, I, I put you on mute for a while to do some things, and then you came to me way, way sooner than you normally do. What, uh, you sh- what? You should spend a lot of time doing Brian Beckner rambling. What things? Just thanks. Taking care of business. Your doors open and close. All right. Uh, okay. Let's let's jump in. Let's get balls deep in in uh, what happened this week, season twenty three, episode five of The Bachelor. The show moved to from Singapore to Thailand. That's like a 45-minute flight. It's not I mean, why not just stay in Singapore? Or why just why not just go to Thailand in the first place? You kind of get the feeling that there is a Singapore Thailand package that out there that was most economical for the bachelor. Um, and I will say Singapore Thailand package um, that sounds like a black market thing because you yeah, got a, the like, lady boy sitch. Yeah. The perviest of, uh, of losers go to Singapore and Thailand. I think that they probably have someone on their staff that found a really good deal on the package. I got you. Um, yeah. So they, they go to Thailand. Colton's got a, got his shirt on. Um, the girls are once again, extremely excited to be at a hotel. Yep. Um, I, th- I think at one point someone said something like, I've never, I've never seen anything like this or just, just, st- I didn't know. She, she said, I didn't know places like this exist, existed. <laughs> you mean, uh, tourist locations in the, uh, in the Southeast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a few I of mean, those. It's just, it's, I mean, yeah, you're in Thailand, but it's, you're just at a hotel. Um, so, and so it starts off and this, this will come as a shock to you. Everyone's really gunning for a one-on-one date. Things are getting tight. We're down to 13 girls, about four of whom I know their name. Um, but they're all, they're all gunning for a one-on-one, but the, the first one is awarded and it goes to Heather and Heather, she's the one. She's never been kissed, right? Never been kissed. But then I was thinking about this last night as I was watching the episode. And that, you know, if you've never been kissed, and she said she dated a guy for like nine months. 
Yeah. She's dated a guy for nine months and never kissed. And right. um, and I'm thinking, you know what? Julia Roberts' character in um, Pretty Woman never kissed either. That's true. She did everything else. I think Heather may like be extremely adept in like receiving and giving other things, but maybe the kissing has just been off the table for some, uh, some personal reasons, some, some, uh, you know, I don't know, insecurity that she doesn't want to reveal. So what you're saying is like, I don't know if you know this, but Colton is a virgin. He's never had sex. Yeah. The bachelor is a virgin. He's a virgin. And they've, they've mentioned it maybe once since the season started. Mm-hmm. Heather, she's never been kissed, but I don't think she said, and I'm also a virgin. Right. She has not divulged anything beyond kiss. And she keeps sticking to that one. The mouth kiss is what she has as what she's admitting to have not done. Yeah. I was, cause I was watching with somebody and, uh, or I think I was just, I was watching and I was calling out to fancy sauce Much like this podcast, I was just remarking on what I watched. And when she told a story and she's like, after college, I dated a guy and he was like the perfect guy and everyone was saying you got to date him and I just wasn't feeling it, but I just kept going through with it. And I was thinking, and I'm like, she's never kissed this guy. So I'm thinking, oh, they went out on two dates. And then she's like, yeah, so the, you know, eight or nine months later I decided, and I was like, whoa, whoa. I mean, as a dude, I don't hang in there. I, I need some action after three to five <laughs> dates. Not because, not because I'm Mr. Horndog or anything, but I need, I need a physical right. connection with a person to know, you know, if it's going to go any further, if it's going to go the, the, the full run. And this dude, this dude was lingering around eight or nine months without so much as a smooch. I mean, he needs a show. It kind of tells me one of two things about this guy that, that dated her for nine months. Either he's just a, a complete, um, I don't know, religious weirdo. Eunuch. or Or he had a side piece that he was just railing every night. And, and, the, Heather, and the Heather dates were just kind of, you know, right. I, I need to be the, either the first yep. to get the kiss or, or whatever else she's been doing. Other than kissing, I think that that might be his angle. So yeah. it's one of those two things. He had her around, like just to bring to church and stuff, where he was like on the like the rest of the time, the times he wasn't at church or going to his mom's house for dinner on Sunday night. Right. That's when he'd bring Heather. The rest of the time, he was just balls deep in just some big booty, like full on big titties, like out there, hot chick. And that's just, that's how he rolls. That would make more sense. That would. But, you know, as she's telling the, uh, as she's telling him about this ordeal, you know, one thing is plainfully um, obvious. Did you say plainfully? It was like, yeah, it, plainfully obvious. Plainfully obvious. Do you like mean painfully obvious? Both. Okay. Both of them. It, it's, it's very plain and right. it's painful. But um, it was like we were eavesdropping on a middle school lunch conversation. They're talking about not having kissed and gone out and, you know, held hands. And these are two very 
emotionally staggered people. They just haven't gotten beyond middle school. Totally agree. And there's that's sort of the vibe of this season is it's a very young group. It's a very stunted, a lot of haven't done this or that kind of people. But one thing I did take away and the, the whole, the date aspect of it was just so like, they were really trying to build the tension. There were, they showed Heather brush her teeth before she went out on the date Her very large chompers. She was brushing them with the, with the oral B electric. And, and then they're like, he's like, she's feeding him shrimp at their, at the beach bar where they're having dinner. And there was like real close up zoom shots of his lips while he chewed. Like they were making a big deal of this not kissing thing. And then Spoiler alert, they they end up having a moment where there's a there's a very spontaneous fireworks display on the beach and he finally pulls her in and and we see Heather have her very first kiss on the beach and it's very special and the whole thing I was thinking the same thing as you that these two are so stunted they're they're very much existing on like a 14 15 year old level and at the end of the day I couldn't help but thinking they're kind of a perfect couple like I could very easily see them being together could you not very simple very um absolutely uh immature emotionally I could definitely see each of them being together at the end of this thing. and But I will say this. She made this whole thing out. I mean, she, she started from the very get-go, the first episode. I have never kissed anybody. And he found out, and he's been kind of talking around it, walking around it. Once they got around to kissing, I it just looked like an extremely experienced kiss. Like, I don't know if I re- recall my first kiss being so uh what do you call it so easy yeah and it just i don't know I, so there's a couple things working here i don't know if i believe that she's never kissed anybody i do think there might be something to the she's done everything but kiss somebody which explains yeah. kind of her, her coolness in the moment um either way it was just this lame ass narrative that we finally have uh, resolved and we can move on you do make a good point that, yeah, they got us. They got like half a season and a whole, nearly a whole episode out of it. But you do make a good point. She's never been kissed, right? But she she doesn't say, "I haven't kissed a few dicks." <laughs> so, yeah, you know that's maybe that comes out on after the final rose. Uh, so, meanwhile, this in the process of this one on one date, a group date is announced, and we're down to enough people that we know that there's going to be a group date and then whoever's name doesn't get called is going to is going to be the one that gets the other one-on-one date that's this is how this works so they read off the names and this Elise who's the redhead and she's basically a hag all the other girls have announced because she's 30 and just she's a cougar she's just what's she even doing there she's way too old and all that she's cute she's a redhead um but like a lot of gingers in this world, and I'm not, I'm not here to stereotype, but sometimes stereotypes are earned. 
this chick's a little nuts. Elise. Elise is, she wants to be, she wants a one-on-one. Now, she's had a one-on-one. She's the one that went down to Belmont Park on a fucking helicopter with Colton and dropped the whole, my sister died, my sister had a tumor in her womb thing, and it was very touching, and it was a a very uh, sad story. And she's she's crying and she's so upset that she's included on this group date because it's been so long since she's had a one on one. But what what does she? How does she think this works? Like, there's 13 chicks there and about five of them have have had one on ones at this point. She thinks she's due a second one on one. Did that strike you? One on one. Did that strike you as odd? I w- I would take it even a, f- a step further. Like. She's not even looking for a one-on-one as much as she's looking for a commitment from him right now. Like yeah. she th- she thinks that he can shut down the show, say I've got my woman and let's break down production. We don't need to go through all this. And like the strangest thing, she signed up for a show that the to the bare to the bare uh, minimum it's a bunch of women competing for a man's heart. And then the next one is you're going to share time with that person. You're going to share time with other women for him. So she says on camera, and I think she's even told the women and then she told him, um, I don't want to compete and I don't want to share time with other people. And this, we're, and we're in episode five of a 10 to 12 episode yeah. season. Does she, does she think she's on blind date? So yeah, she goes, but it would be like, it would be like me, uh, making it to the cast of survivor. And then like two episodes in, once I realize that I need to cook my own food and I, and I don't have a full suitcase of clothes being like, I didn't, I didn't I'm sign gonna, up for I'm, this. Yeah, I didn't know I, I needed to have survival skills. I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna come out here and survive. And then the <laughs> producers would be like, "The show's called Survivor." Why? Why are you forcing me to survive out here? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. So Elise, and this is this is something that happens every season. Elise bounces out of the girls' house, their suite or whatever, and she heads immediately beelines it to Colton's room. Right. How do they always know where the guy is staying? Like this, it's always, it's always just not, they don't have to ask directions. They're not like, what floor is he on? They're like, they don't go to the front desk. They just go right to his room. So, you know, and I'm sure, um, fancy knows more about this than I do, but I'm guessing, not even guessing. I know, uh, having been on a reality dating show myself. That's right. Uh, he needs to be given the heads up that she's coming because they need cameras and lighting inside the the place. Yeah. And, and then she needs to inform producers that she wants to walk over to him. She's led over there by the producers. They walk in. I know they always feign surprise, like, oh, hey, what's up? But it was completely um, pre-produced. And my, my thing last night was, as long as you're like, going along with the charade, I just want one bachelor to like answer the door, kind of disheveled yes. looking with his, with his pants unzipped. Yes. And just being, being like, I just, 
I was just taking care of myself because I just got back from a great date. What's going on? Yeah. I just I just kissed a non kisser for the first time and yeah. I'm I'm a little pent up. Like I got I got a little blue balls here and I need I need to release it. This isn't yeah. healthy. There the dude is always dressed. Like he was completely dressed, like in always. shoes and stuff, like when they, the chick they shows always, up. They always they always, always look great. Always yeah. look great and prepped and, and made up. Made up. But I just, I just want one guy to be like, I was spending some time with uh, some Pacific Rim, and uh, <laughs> I didn't expect you to be here. I had – hold on. Let me close this UGIS tab and uh, that I was just, <laughs> I was just using before you got here, and, uh, the, uh, and I'll give you my full undivided attention. The other weird thing was that Elise, for some reason, had a ball gown on. Did that yeah. like yeah. they weren't doing anything as a group. They were just chilling in the suite and she's like, I'm gonna go talk to Colton and then she put on a full face of makeup and uh yeah. her prom dress and then headed over to his room. That was kind of strange, right? Like I said, her strategy she really I think thought she had a chance to shut down the show. Yeah. I think her, she was hoping to convince him to stop everything and just be like, you know what? Screw this thing. You're right. You're the one, and the millions of dollars that are at stake for this show, we're just going to cut it short. Yeah, let's end it. Let's end it. Episode four. Elise is leaving, guys. We got to we got to shut it down to episode four. Um, So she's like, "Look, she's like, I can't do this unless you commit to me." (laughs) And she actually has. She actually does kind of make a point. She's like, "If I were to get to the end of this, and you were to propose." There's no way I could say yes because I've been alone with you for a total of like 1.3 hours. That's insane. She, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, don't don't confuse um, me being surprised that she thought that she could shut the show down with her her making really good points. That part, and I think she made the point that I cannot say yes to your proposal having known that you were just with another woman yeah. the night before. And that to me has always been, right. has always been like a, the taboo untalked about thing at the end of these bachelor, yeah. um, at the end of these bachelor seasons, they never quite ask the, uh, bachelor's, uh, fiance. What did you think of the fact that just the night before he proposed to you, he was fully making out, in some paradise somewhere with the other woman. Oh, even to me, even more it, it, so. <laughs> Remember the end of Andy Dorfman's season, the the tension there, because Nick, the loser, the first runner up, was like, "Hey, um, I'm a little confused because you dumped me, but yeah. the night before we were engaged in a heavy session yeah. of intercourse, and all of a sudden." Uh, I'm out, and you could yeah. see like that. <laughs> who that meathead that won that season, Josh Murray? Yeah, you could tell he was super bummed about that and never got over it. And then the uh, the uh, the next season, um, what's her name? Caitlin, the Canadian dancer, right? She also had a balls deeping session with Nick Vile mid season. This Nick Vile, he gets it right. in. Um, and you could tell that was an issue because then she brought him to the end and the guy, Sean, that won the show had to kind of be like, wait, you've already fucked. Like you guys fucked like in the middle of the season. Like 
what's going on here? I don't know. It is a little weird. I know. Yes. I realize that people do have sex in real life, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not trying to shame anybody for because the the bachelor does it also. Um, it's just so. It's just weird that it it is one of these things that isn't discussed in a conventional in a conventional courtship though. Yeah. You're not having sex or even making out no. with a woman the night before right. you propose to your fiance. It, That's it, a really it, good point. There, there is no real world here, but and but for some reason, it took at least four and a half episodes for yeah. all to realize all of this. Yeah. And she basically laid out why nor, no normal person would ever accept a proposal at the end of this show. But we all know that anyone who pr- accepts a proposal at the end of the show. It really wants to be famous, really yeah. wants the Instagram following, and People everything magazine. that comes with it. That, that's, that's the very crux of it. And she, You have to give her credit. She didn't want any of that. She's like, I'm done. Well, yeah, it's like she woke up and was like, oh, shit. I'm a contestant on a game show. <laughs> right. I don't want to be a contestant on a game show. And the rest yeah. of these chicks don't realize that. But I did like, so Elise bounces. She's crying. She's got her prom de- dress on. It's like a big lacy taffeta thing and she leaves and it's weird because there's already like a car there to take her and it's like wait did 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 they already have a flight booked uber black dude uber black yeah like she's already there she just goes straight to the airport in her prom dress (laughs) um but i did like that colton the colton had the quote of the night when he's like she gave up on us which i mean he's got he's got Literally, he's got a dozen more. I think that he from. also told her that that it wasn't a competition. I think he did say that, which yeah. is a bold faced lie. That's, <laughs> that's that's exactly what this he is. He probably that's doesn't the realize really crux of the show. It is, uh, and then the next yeah. day, his eyes are all puffy. He does one of those. He he's got gets the GoPro out and does like yeah. one of his confessional one-on-one selfie Instagram videos, which is super weird. And he's, you could tell like he's been up all night crying. And, uh, but so then they head out on a group date and it's another, but I, will, I will say oh. this on that, on the, uh, the confessional thing. The one thing that, that they, every once in a while they'll say, and it just doesn't quite strike me the right way because it's not in a conventional way, what they're describing. He said, I'm just so conflicted right now. I had a great date with Hannah and kissed Hannah, but then I broke up with Elise or, or Elise and I broke up. And to me, it's like, I, I just don't associate breaking up no. with one, one of the 15 girls that you've made out with over the last five weeks yeah. chose, chose to have yeah. a, uh, chose to have like a conscience and left. Well, yeah. It's like, when you when you're in your twenties and you go out to a bar with all your bros and maybe right. you, you meet up with meet a chick at the bar and you kind of make out a little bit and then the next day your buddy's like oh hey what happened with that chick you hooked up with last night and you go oh we, we broke up right yeah <laughs> just I, I'm guessing I guess from a uh, just a literal standpoint, it was a breakup, yeah. but in, in no normal sense of the word of the phrase is it right. utilized because they were not in a relationship. So um, this, they go on; a, they have another group date, and it's for the second episode in a row. It's, yeah. a, it's a fear factor style group date where yeah. there's weird things to eat, and uh, 
so so it's in the jungle and they go meet up with a local that's like a knows how to live in the jungle and fend for yourself and he shows you how to get grubs and stuff and then they have a well the, the way they position him is that he was born and raised in the jungle like he was yeah. he's the like he's personification of tarzan yeah and uh, <laughs> thailand yeah that was a little weird tarzan. um so and then they're like he's like here here's some grubs and hannah's hannah b is just straight up going for it she's like Colton like pretends like he's going to eat a grub and Hannah's like, fuck that. I'll swallow it. And she just fucking grabs one and is like, and it just throws down and not like a, not like a tiny little worm thing. Like this, this thing was a fat, like legged creature. Hannah B has become like simultaneously, um, crazier, um, and cooler yeah. and less attractive over the course of the last two episodes. Yeah. Like I'm finding more flaws in her physical appearance. Yeah. We all know she's, she's kind of crazy anyway. Yeah. But I but she has just g- gone completely um head first into these these uh fear factor challenges each of the last two weeks. Yeah, she she ate an eye last week and this week she eats a grub. And I didn't. Speaking of her appearance, I don't. I didn't notice the skin situation that she had in Singapore. Maybe that. Maybe the climate in Thailand it cleared up a little bit, or maybe she was able to go to the spa <laughs> or something and get that dealt with. Um. And so they're they like split up into groups, and maybe the star of this episode, or definitely somebody that distinguished herself, Tasha, was like. Um, when they broke up into teams, they, they, they were given a challenge, much like we're talking about Survivor. They're given a challenge where the, um, the local jungle hero was like, you need to go find – I showed you how to find water and protein. Like, go do it. And so they all bounce out in groups. And Colton is in a group with Tasha and Nicole and somebody else. And yep. Tasha's like, okay, let's split up. You two girls <laughs> – Go somewhere else and I'll just be with Colton. And they're like, huh? And she's like, come on. And then she walks like three feet away in full view of everybody and just is just like, hey, and turns around and just fucking starts making out with him, squeezing his balls. Like she is just letting him know, hey, I am here for this. Meanwhile, the other two girls are standing there like, what the fuck is going on here? Like we didn't. uh, How's this happening? Tasha, um, Tasha was the one who went on the bungee cord jump last week and acted like much more of a man than he did. Yep. And then she pulls this off. Um, this ep- as this, this episode bears out, Tasha has gone to the top of my personal list. Like I like her I don't too. Th- I don't. I don't think he's going to choose her. No. She's probably got a little too much going for her for him to choose her, but. She's at the top of my list. I like her too. I like her too. She seems fun. She seems cool. Great attitude. Yep. She's, she's cute. cute. Got yep. a great bot. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, so the Hannahs, and so they go off and they ha- they come back and um, they're like, okay, the uh, Mowgli's like, show us what you <laughs> show us what you collected in the um, jungle. And yeah. the first two groups are like, I found some worms and some water, and the other one's like, yeah, here's some flies that we can eat and then um the hannahs and demi were like hey 
we went to we went inside because there's a fucking hotel two feet away, and we got cheeseburgers and a bottle of champagne, and everyone's like, ah, lol. Um, so they didn't obviously win the challenge. Um, but by the way, yeah, the premise the premise of this entire date, what and, and Colton said it out loud, so it proved out to be a total lie, was that they were going into this jungle that people just do, don't go into. It's like an uncharted yes. yeah. jungle yeah. where there are no trails. Yes. And That's as right. they're walking, as they're walking <laughs> through the jungle, you see the trails. Yeah, there are the trails. And then, yeah. And then somehow in this, like in this jungle that no, no person can get in and out of without surviving, they're able to walk to a hotel and get hamburgers. Yeah. Good hamburgers look pretty good. They had a they had a giant magnum of Vouve Cliquet champagne as well. Um, so then it's like okay, so that's the end of the day, and then they you know they do what they do. They go get change, and then they go chill out somewhere and have appetizers. And so they cruise into like the little place where they sit, and it's just exactly like every same place that they sit on every episode when they have when they have right. their little fake fights and stuff. And they walk up, and uh, Colton's like. This is paradise. This is perfect. <laughs> and it's like a it's like a L-shaped couch with a little coffee table with some drinks and stuff on it. Like <laughs> just a little too excited to be there. Um then, so then they go ha- then they're having but, but, but we have we yeah. have to kind of point this out that um he kept selling this one thing and you could tell you could just tell that Colton is is a he just basically uh reiterates what producers tell him to say. Because he has almost zero original thought. And obviously the producers had to position this entire day. The reason why we're going on into the jungle is because in his, the person that he chooses, he wants to be adventurous with them and spontaneous. And he really wants to go on adventures. And yeah. he wants somebody yeah. to be adventurous. So, of course, as he's addressing the woman in this beautiful paradise and the L-shaped couch, he's like, you guys all showed me that, you know, each of you could be adventurous. And that's what I'm looking for in the person that I want is somebody that I can go on adventures with. We're like, yeah, dude, we got that. You, you hit you hit the, the bullet points yeah. 90 times in the last 10 minutes. We got that. Yep. Uh, yeah, that is a good point. He was, he, he was on the adventure bandwagon the whole time. Uh, so then they have like they break out into their one on ones, you know, where everybody kind of makes their case or whatever. He has another makeout sesh with Tasha, who is just really going for it, which and he likes her. Um, then he's gets a little alone time with Hannah B, and it's pretty early in the game, but she's not afraid. She's eating bugs. She's eating fish eyes. And she's dropping the L-bomb. She tells him straight up, yep. I think I'm falling in love with you, which is insane, obviously, but very strategic because when it comes time to hand out the group date rose, that goes to Hannah B. Well, you know, there's a couple of things working here. As we've talked about in this podcast, Hannah B is the beauty contestant who lost out Miss Alabama. At on the Miss in the Miss uh, Miss USA USA contest, and I do think that no matter how much um, you know they kind of buried the hatchet last week, I think Hannah B very much wants to beat out Kaylin at something in her life, or else she might commit suicide. 
So she's pulling out all the stops, and she has the last two episodes, and then the falling in love line last night gets her the rose. But um, one thing did one thing did begin during this little um, cocktail party or a little L-shaped couch paradise session, and that is that Onisha is that or oh no Onyika 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 uh, <clears throat> spills something to Colton that was completely hearsay. I thought it was a complete bullshit maneuver. Uh, she says, oh, yeah, hey, you know that person that just left the show and she can't defend herself or, or, or say anything about this? Yeah. Yeah, she said <laughs> that um, the Cuban Nicole is in this just so that she could uh, escape from, from Miami. What is Just it? so that she could yes. seek, seek out opportunities outside of Miami. Yes. And, of course, Colton, as we've mentioned many times on this show, he is always very – uh, gullible and easily influenced so by dumb. any information that's given to him. <laughs> so, dumb. so he automatically believes this hearsay. <laughs> and I guess, and, and Onika didn't even witness the conversation. No. I think it was something like the, the Elise had told her about the conversation. So she wasn't even like a first person witness to it. They go back to the, uh, to the women after, uh, after Nicole is just completely devastated. And of course, Colton does what he always does. He calls her in and says, Onyika just said this about you. Yeah, he, he, and he Nicole, brings Nicole over to confront her on the information that he's just gotten. And while they're right. off hashing it out, he's, right. they're talking. The, the girls are back having a conversation of their own. And my, and my Taisha, Taisha. Taisha. She's like she tells Onika, "You got it way wrong." Yes, man. I I I was there for that conversation, yes. <laughs> and you've got it way out of context here. As as a part of this, she's looking forward to meeting someone and seeing the rest of the world or whatever outside yeah. of Miami. You know, something very innocuous that you probably would say. <laughs> totally. But of course, like catty bitchiness in the telephone game can turn that into something whatever they want it it's to be. So great. So Onika doesn't even own it she doesn't even own it like she doesn't say oh my god i may have just ruined somebody's time on the show i better run and apologize and clear this whole thing up she just says oh i'm just saying what i heard yeah and that was it (laughs) well she's like and then she's like i don't she's like nicole pretty much cries every day anyway right she's like so whatever she's like i can't deal with her crying anymore but here's the thing that, that, that means that well, there's a, a now there's a cat fight, and I, I get that you want to let the bachelor know that someone's not there for the right reasons, and that phrase was thrown around very quite a few times. Right. But the thing is, is that the the cat fighters never go to the end. Like there is, there's always cat fights on right. these on these seasons, and right. the one that comes in and says, "Hey, you need to know about Nicole," is never the one that's get, that's getting the ring at the end of the show. Like, if you know some shit about somebody, just keep it to yourself because it's not going to do you any good. And and neither of these women, like even going into this, it ends up being a bigger ordeal towards the end of the episode, and we don't even get to a rose ceremony right. because of it. Neither of them, even before this feud. They weren't going to win this they didn't thing. Have any chance? They've they've been complete fillers up to this point. They've been they've been complete wallflowers. So, um, yeah, it 
it, they're very easily dispensable. But the crux of this feud, and th- this makes two straight weeks now, that one of the women have just been completely railroaded by another one. You yeah, see, they're making great. stuff up or hearsay or whatever. Um, but anyway, so that happened at the end of that group date as well. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think Colton like believed Nicole when she said that's not true. I think he actually just kind of went with Onyika's yeah. hearsay story. So to be continued at the uh, at the rose ceremony, but we have one one on one date that we got to get to. Yeah. So there's a fine. There's a. So that's how the group date ends. Hannah get Hannah B gets the group date rose because she ate a bug. And she also told Colton she loves him. Um, so Cassie, who is my, I think my personal favorite, um, Cassie gets the final one-on-one date. <clears throat> and when she gets a one-on-one date, she's quoted as saying, on a scale of one to hot, Colton is hot. Good one. Which, <laughs> I mean, there's ways, I'm not going to quibble too much here with the the writing, but there's ways that you could do. You could say on a scale of one, like if you're going to, if you're going to make up a scale, it could be anything. And if it's one to hot, then you just, then you could say he's, then you would say something that's, he's rocket fuel. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's like, you would needs like something more specific, but anyway, (laughs) they hop on a boat and this boat ride. It's by the way, it's the second, boat ride of the episode the first the first one-on-one was a boat ride through the the islands too right it was basically the exact same activity yeah they hop on this boat and this boat ride it's not that sunny out the water's kind of rough and they're on some bumpy ass boat and it's got a loud ass engine and they're like laid out on the bat like they did not spring the production did not go looking around Thailand for a nice boat. <laughs> and they sure didn't have like, they could have had like a makeshift, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, padding, yes. a makeshift uh, a couch bed or they're, something. They're like sitting but it was on like They were mat. just sitting in the middle of the boat, yeah, on a mat. On yeah. wood, and they're bouncing around, and they're like, this is fucking great. I, 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 I am tr- just- I'm trying to balance themselves yeah. as they're doing. This. It looks yeah. so uncomfortable. And meanwhile, there's fucking exhaust everywhere, and it's rough and <laughs> shitty. Like, it looked awful. Then they're like, oh, my God. We, we got our own. He's like, I, got, I brought you to our own private island. Look, I'm not, a, I didn't major in geography. I don't know. Like, I could tell you what an isthmus is and a peninsula. And I got, I got some of this kind of down. That fucking thing they were standing on <laughs> was not an island. It was, must have been kind of low tide. And there was like a little sandbar out in the water, kind of. It was about eight feet wide. There was not a tree on it. There was not a rock. It was just a flat piece of sand where the water was a little bit lower than the land. And they're like, oh, my God, it's our own line. There was nowhere to sit. They had no towels. There wasn't shit to do. It was – I would be so bummed if somebody brought me to this place. They get out to their own island. Luckily, then they strip down and they start kind of like dry humping in the water and making out like this Cassie – she has kissed before and she gets, we get more of that later. Um, at one point Colton says, I'm really attracted to 
Cassie and I, I put a big hashtag me too on that. Cause I find Cass, Cassie very pretty. Uh, and then, but then they're doing that thing where, where dumb Wait, people, by the way, yeah. by the way, the, the, your hashtag me too is just not, it's incorrectly used. Oh, it is. I mean, you're it's you're not, mocking a cause at that point. I'm not mocking anything. I'm just saying, I yeah. agree. Isn't that what me too means? No, this was, I, I also, nothing of your story has to do with, uh, Harvey Weinstein oh, or any, no, any definitely horrific not. No. shit that's been done. No, I, I don't support any of that. Uh, so then they're, they're out on this Island and they're, this is what dumb people do when they're they don't know each other that well but they they like each other cuz he he would say something or she would say something and then the other person would just repeat it back so he's like you're special and she's like you're, you're special, special. <laughs> and they did and he's like i like it and she's like i like it too and it was like a lot of that which it's is pretty bad some i mean just so the the conversations were so dense and yeah. You could tell that not only were they making out with each other and dry humping and everything else because they're they're two attractive people that are attracted to each other. I think to completely save themselves from themselves conversationally, they're like, let's just keep these mouths working and so yeah. we don't have to talk to each other. Yeah. Um, well, and then they have a weird exchange where she's like, look. Like they are, they're obviously into each other, and we we've had this Cassie getting deep in this show since the beginning, and I don't think anything's changed. They they like each other, and but they're talking. And she's like, you know how you're a a virgin, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, um, similar to you being a virgin, I'm like extremely not a virgin. Did you did? Was that whole exchange weird to you where she's like, you know how it's weird to you that people are going to see you on TV saying um, you've never had sex? Well, it's equally weird to me because people are going to see me on TV and they know I've had tons of sex. Is that is that what you took away from that exchange, Jason? No. In oh, fact, I think she was saying the opposite. What? She did, she did make it sound like she is ex- very experienced. Yes. Effect. But she, but what she was saying was as much as you've, as you've made a big deal and you've, you've done this brave thing by admitting that you're a virgin, people are going to now watch this show. People in my community and in my family that are going to know that I'm not a virgin. Yeah, that's what she was saying. Yeah, that is what she was saying. Um, and, yeah, and she's those like, people don't know that, and right. I guess she's going to be ashamed to uh, right. to have to. But I don't know it. why, how they would know that. I guess because she's like, because we're going to, I'm definitely going to make it to fantasy suites, and right. we're definitely going to fuck at that point, and then people will know because it's not like they go around the room and say who's banged before on the show. Like you could keep it to yourself. You don't right. have to ex- – like you could be a virgin and just not say you're a virgin on the show, right? Right. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and think about it. I mean so um, I need to bring up a pet peeve of mine. So you know how they have – they always have food. Wherever they're sitting, there's food in front of them. Whether yeah. it be – so the dinner obviously, at the end of these dates, there's food. There's usually food in front of them when they're on the L-shaped couch. Yep. There's food. There's just – there's food. And – what kind of bothers me 
is how wasteful these contestants are. Bugs like, the shit out of me, too. I never see that food getting eaten. Yeah. I, it just seems like there's a, a dumpster in the back with this high-priced sushi and steak and everything else no, that the, these the, the pro- Americans have ordered. Production eats it, but they get it after it's been sitting out for hours. <laughs> You know these these little they get a dates. Steak that's been cooked. Yeah, these little dates they they could take four or five hours. A lot of times you'll see the sun coming up at the end of these things, and right. eventually the food will get eaten because the, these production people they've been working their ass off. They're hungry, but that, that sushi's been sitting. You could have botulism at that point. It's been sitting out so long. But they spend uh, most of the dinner like they spent the most of the date just making out, and then. Somehow, they end up in his bed, and he says something like, "I usually don't sleep with the women on the first date, but yeah, I'll make an exception yeah, for you." Which is, yeah. how, how is she supposed to take that one? Right. And then, um, and they just start grinding on each other in bed. Yep. They have a scene where they're under the covers talking to each other. Yeah. It's just for for a virgin, I. He's getting really, really uh, erotic with yeah. these women. His his ball sack has to be so raw because he is just doing just extreme levels of dry humping, <laughs> and like it's it's like some serious eighth grade shit happening to this guy. And I could only imagine the state of his sack at the end of one of these weekends that he has with these girls are uh, you assuming yeah. are you assuming that colton has never masturbated well no but i mean just it builds up and then after like i'm sure after cassie bounces he cranks one out real quick but also he doesn't know one of these chicks could just show up at his door but, so but he's got a really to, low pro it but to my question we've never discussed this this whole virgin thing that we've heard a ton about do you think he's a frequent masturbator to make up for that? Um, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah, he's yeah in we his never 20s. discussed that part. Yeah, he's got a lot of testosterone. Yeah. He's not. He he says he hasn't fucked, but he never says it for religious reasons. Because I think I'm going to go to hell or anything. It's just his his yeah D two Division four whatever it was FCS. Uh, football career derailed him from doing any boinking. See, I thought that's what, if you were to ask him right now, if he's ever masturbated, I think you would probably say no, because he was focusing on his athletics. That's a good point. That's a a really good point. That's what he does. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So Cassie gets the rose. She's for sure going to, I mean, she's going to get to the end, I think. Um, Unless something changes. And, well, I won't say anything. Um, then they, so finally we have the rose ceremony. Oh, there's a lot of sensual makeouts, what we, which we alluded to. Then we finally get to the rose ceremony, the cocktail party. And <clears throat> the, the tension from Onyeka and Nicole is coming to a head. Um, they, they are just, they're like staring daggers at each other. Um, well, Nicole, and- Nicole goes up to Colton and, and Nicole, the, um, Cuban that was Sauce wrongly accused of saying something yeah. says to Colton, I wasn't going to say this, but Onika is a bully and she's had something against me from the very beginning. 
and she makes me cry and what and whatnot. So, of course, Colton believes every single word she says. Says bully is a strong word. He calls Onyika over to be like, this is what she called you. She called you a bully. And Colton does this weird thing where he's like, he'll be like, and that is something I definitely do not want to have in my life. No. <laughs> as, as opposed to I do like having bullies in my life. Yes. And then, but he says, he says that about a lot of the adjectives that are used. Like a couple of weeks ago, someone was like, she's toxic. Yeah. And he's like, now toxic, that's certainly not something yes. I want in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As if there are people that are interested, they're like, I'm looking for somebody who's a little more toxic. Is yeah. that you? Yeah. So, so they, um, so they decide to have it out and go and argue on their own. Um, they decide to have the argument loud right next to Colton, who's trying to, uh, trying to get to know one of the contestants. I forget who it was. Yeah. Um, and he says, I've had enough of this. And he goes over and he does something weird. He goes over, he stands there. They both stop yelling at each other to look at him. He sits down next to one of them and he's like, I just came over. I just want to hear what you have to say. I just want to listen to you guys. Yeah. And then they go at each other again. It's super awkward. Everybody's getting annoyed by it. And Colton is over it. And he's like, fuck this. And he get up, gets up and walks away. And I'm thinking, well, he's going to send both of these chicks home. That's the only right thing to do. Get this toxic, clear this toxic air. Get these chicks out of here. And then there is no rose ceremony. It's a fucking to be continued episode. Right. Right. Huge, huge letdown. So we don't know what happens. We will have to see. Obviously, it won't be as dramatic as it looks because it never is. One thing that I need to discuss before we sign off here, a couple things quickly. Kerpa. You guys are probably all saying, who the fuck is Kerpa? I say it every time. Nobody she come, knows. I say it every time she comes, comes on the screen. Yeah. Kerpa, the entire episode would pop up here and there. Yeah. She has a fucking wound. <laughs> and this is how you know. How on her chin, right? Yes, how insignificant she is to the show. She's taken an injury that looks like it may have needed to be stitched on her chin, and she's got a big bandage directly on her chin, and it was not addressed at all in the show. Like Kerpa slipped in the bathroom, Kerpa got drunk and hit her chin on the counter. Like nothing is said. Except that every time she shows up on the screen, she has a huge bandage on her chin. I assume that next week when we come back to the show, Kerpa will be leaving because we can't go another episode with her having this massive issue that no one says anything about. What Was that weird to you? It was. Why, why would they not explain it? I don't just know. Have, they didn't. Just have – have her say that she cut herself, whatever. Right. I fast forward a lot through these shows because they're so hard to watch, but I'm nearly certain that, I mean, Kerpa barely shows up. It's shocking that she's still there. She barely shows up on the show. She's never had a one-on-one. She's not featured in any storylines or anything. She's just kind of there, right. which happens a lot on the show. Cause there's so many chicks. 
she's just not, she just isn't getting an edit. She just hasn't done anything interesting. But meanwhile, she does show up occasionally. And she's got a big cut on her chin that no one is talking about. Um, right. Okay. We, we, I neglected to get to an email that we had earlier. Um, dear Brian and Jason, unusual theory. Colton hasn't ever plugged a chick because he is self-conscious about his micropene. His facial characteristics fit the profile of someone who has a chode. Signed H in Florida. Jason Stewart, what are your thoughts on that theory? So just to kind of uh, translate that um, less than um, ideal way of putting it, he is he's afraid to have sex because he doesn't want women to see his small penis. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what, that's exactly what H has suggested. Uh, I don't know if that'll uh, come out this season. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's definitely, I guess it's a part of the theory. It could feed into his, uh, his insecurity. I'm, uh, but I'm going to stick with, um, emotionally underdeveloped. Okay. I'll just go with that one. Interesting. And then I just saw, we just received a, a voicemail. It's to you. It appears to be from Rex in Albuquerque. Should we listen to it? I have a feeling you didn't just get it, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I got it. It came in this afternoon, but I've only just looked at it. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> go, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to play. A lot of people think Rex in Albuquerque is you. Right. But it's not. Unlike some other online voices, Rex in Albuquerque is not you. Let's, let's, let's hear what he says. Hey, it's Rex. In a minute. You know, given the propensity for just... Wait. Hey, it's Rex. In a minute. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. What Rex is in, a, in a minute? Everyone, like, I can't understand what anybody means whenever they're trying to be funny. I'll just, I'm just putting that out there. Okay. This is Rex in a minute? Yeah. Hey, like, it's Rex. In a minute. Huh. Okay. I don't know. Here we go. Jason Stewart to watch porn in Las Vegas hotels with other men. I was wondering what... That's a little clarification here. You're, he's talking about the time, it's been well documented, where you and nine other dudes were watching porno. But it wasn't in Las Vegas. It was at Cal State Fullerton where you matriculated, correct? I mean, I would even argue with the viability of the story, but I mean, as the story goes, so you're saying you're saying that's a so, false. Someone statement. called up one day on a, a national talk show, yep. and said, "Jason Stewart, I knew I knew him in college. I once went over to his dormitory, and he and nine other guys were watching porn." Yeah, I mean, there there's just there's so many things about that story that it's are just, just exaggerated. Yeah. <laughs> But it made it made for some good laughs. So yeah, yeah. Rex is uh, Rex is a little off. He's on off. This. He's off on the location. Okay, let's let's yeah. see what. I'll just let the rest of this play, and then we can we can speak to it. It would take to get an invite to one of his bachelor viewing parties, and does he think that there will be enough time during the commercial breaks for a full, complete, and thorough perineum massage? amongst all the gentlemen present for their enjoyment. Uh, please let me know. Thank you. I mean, I just, 
Rex was going for something there. So there, you know? so in in Rex's theory here, I'm, re- I'm really I, regretting playing that. By the way, I really I, I have, it's brought the show down quite a bit. I I personally have watch parties for The Bachelor on Monday nights with nine other guys. Yeah, and are the commercial breaks long enough for all of us to massage each other during the Perin- perineum? That's that area um, underneath your balls, and but not quite to your asshole, also known as the taint. <laughs> Neither the the neither yeah, region. Yeah, it's that. Um, yeah, I I mean Rex is really he's really uh, stretching this one. Really, think, really yeah. going for it. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for that, Rex. Uh, okay. Anything else to add on this on episode five of the Bachelor this week, Jay? Nope. Um, and I think um, I think we can kind of stick with the three that that I had from last week. Oh yeah. I, let's, I, yeah. I've been riding Cassie. I'd like to. For, from the beginning. Like to. Hashtag me too. Um, the beauty contest winner, Kaylin, she's going to be one of the final three. And just because she's my favorite now, I'm going to go with Tasha. though oh, I think he'll probably choose uh, Hannah G. Hannah G, right? Yeah, I would say at this point, I like Cassie. I like Kaylin. And Hannah B as the three finalists. That's B what or Hannah G? B. Hannah B. You think you think B's gonna make it to overnights with Kaylin? Miss Alabama, yeah. Holy crap. Oh yeah. At this point. I mean things could change. Heather made a strong showing. Like they're very much on on the same emotional level. I could see yeah. I could see Heather making a come up. There's still there's still yeah. twelve chicks there. So things could change, but sure. I, I really like Cassie. And I think that Heather, the one thing that she has going for her, if this was a, if this was a move, a, um, what do you call it? When you, uh, a premeditated move yeah, where she's obviously kissed people in the past, but she came on the show saying she had never kissed somebody knowing that it might, it might be leverage with him now. Yeah. It's can, smart. He, can he really get rid of the person that he broke the kiss cherry with? Like that would be cruel and unusual to kiss her and then let her go. So you might be right. He might, he might ride her out for a number of reasons and that, that might be one of them. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't could go either way. Could go either way, but he's, I mean, everybody gets their heart broken at some point except for one chick. So <laughs> you know, like the kiss chick is eventually going to have to get let down. And, you know, Kaylin had told an awful story last week. And, you yep. know, I think you'd rather let the, let the, the kiss chick down before Kaylin at this point. Right. It's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Excellent job. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about it next week. Yeah. Next week, y'all episode six, all they're right. going to have the rose ceremony. Woo! Uh, all right. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the bachelor lifestyle from the baller lifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Speculating like you wouldn't believe.
But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve So, it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle we living in It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle we living in It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.